0: Welcome to HII Talking Points, a Huntington Ingalls Industries podcast. Twice a quarter, we'll sit down with HII leaders to discuss topics of interest in our company and industry. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HII Talking Points. I'm your host, Phoebe Richards, and with me today is HII's Executive Vice President of Communications, Jerry Dixeski. Jerry, thanks for joining.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So as head of communications, you're always involved behind the scenes of our podcast, so it's great to have you on the mic this time in person. So employees and stakeholders see and hear HII's communications year-round, but they may not know what goes into creating a brand for a Fortune 400 company. I'd love to get your thoughts today on HII's communication strategy and hear how it's been impacted, particularly by the coronavirus. So with that, let's get started. First, talk a little bit about your background and how you came to lead HII's corporate communications team.
1: Okay. Well, um, I actually uh, graduated from college and went right into PR. I worked in a a couple different other places, nonprofits, and I came to work for HII, which, of course that point I came to work for Newport, New News Shipbuilding in January 1991 as editor for a magazine they had called Masthead. And after that I worked that did that for a few years and then I started managing media relations and then I became director of the department in 99. We uh, we merged with Northrop Grumman in 2001 so I ran the sector communications then Northrop Grumman put the shipbuilding divisions together and I became VP for the all of communications for the shipbuilding divisions, and of course, when we spun, I became um, the executive vice president for communications for HII. So that all took about thirty years to happen. But,
0: <laughs> and so, what do you oversee in your role today?
1: Well, I guess the the simplest way to frame that is everything that I do really. Do for the most part is externally looking or externally facing, that's advertising, social media, crisis communications, um, press, public affairs, support capture efforts with the DC group, and thought leadership. There's also, of course, enterprise communications. We support earnings, releases, earnings, communication. Um, so anything that comes out from, to HII all comes out from my team.
0: So, Jerry, how do you work with other members of HRI's executive team?
1: Well, very closely, actually. I mean, it it depends on what the project is, but I work with almost every single member of the executive team in some capacity, and my team works with them. Certainly, it's not just me. Um, I think the biggest example I can give you is the work that our team does with the Government Customer Relations Office in D.C. to help achieve our strategic objectives with, which for the most part means um, authorization appropriations for our products. Uh, I, we do advertising, uh, radio, print, digital, um, to kind of wallpaper the landscape. So when the lobbyists are talking to, to members of, the, um, of Congress or when our customer relations folks are talking to our customers, there's, there's an opportunity to reinforce those messages to a broader audience. And that's that's something that's very important and we spend a lot of time and effort because ultimately that's what we do. We have to be we have to get funded, we have to have our products built, and that and our job is to help that happen.
0: So over your, your you know decades-long career, how have you seen corporate communications change, particularly with the explosion of digital communications and social media? There's several ways.
1: I think that the first way you just mentioned, social media, has really become the conventional media now. It's overtaken, in my opinion. It's overtaken what we used to consider, you know, deadlines for papers or the three networks or you know, a five o'clock deadline would something would run the next day. That that no longer happens. It's it's a 24 seven market, so you have to be prepared to respond 24 um, seven. I think the other big thing is. You know, when I first became part of this business, you measured success in very subjective methodology, like column inches. Um, nowadays, we actually have analytics where we can we can actually look at and measure our effectiveness for different audiences, which is great because that's always been a real challenge for um, folks in in communications. And I think the third thing is. Um, Nowadays, we can target our audiences much more in a streamlined fashion than we used to. You know, you used to have to advertise to everyone to reach a few. Nowadays, you can do geo targeting. You can reach you can reach you can reach 50 people if you want to. Um, there are different ways to do that. Everyone's familiar with um, using social media to do that. That's probably the best, most effective way. But that's a big change.
0: And do you see HII? doing more with digital and more with social media in like the next five, 10 years?
1: Oh, absolutely. I think one of the things for me that drives social media for the most part is the fact that we have 42,000 employees and only about half of them are connected digitally at work. So we have to find other methods to reach them. You know, uh, the divisions and the corporate team has done things like set up apps and, you know, to try to reach them on their phones because the generations that we're hiring now, they live and breathe on their phones so that's a good thing that we, can, we have a, another avenue to reach them because before it was just we had to, we had to mail to their homes, which as everyone knows, not many people uh, really use that as a, a, a major form of communication any longer.
0: Right. So switching gears a little, in episodes with our CEO, Mike Petters, he's talked about the importance of communications when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic. Can you talk a little bit about how the communications team responded and acted in that crisis?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. I would say quickly, thoroughly, and continuously. And w- when, when I say communications team, that means the corporate team and then all teams at three divisions. This was a full-on, full-court press effort and a very big contact sport um, because we were communicating to different audiences um, and we had to use every single method that we had at our disposal because this was happening in real time. We were making changes, benefit changes, providing flexibility, um, communicating um, case rates, things like that in real time. And that was a very important, I think, because particularly in a crisis, which I definitely view this as crisis communications, in a crisis, information is something that people are really, really hungry for because there's so much unknown. So the team, I think, performed extraordinarily well. Um, they, each division set up websites. Um, the corporate team tried to have all that information at one place. It was, you know, it was probably three weeks of 14, 15 hour days for a lot of us. And, and that's our job. And, and so I'm, I'm really proud of the team for doing that. And, you know, we continue to do it. The pace has gotten a little more regular um, because we've put the protocols in place, not only to communicate it, but also from the division standpoint, particularly the shipyards to, to best handle it to keep people as safe as possible. Yeah.
0: Why do you think it's important for members of the community or for employees to hear that kind of information from their employer?
1: Well, from the beginning, we knew we wanted to establish ourselves as the trusted provider of information because in particular at the beginning you may recall there's so much information out there and some of it was misinformation. So we felt like we, more than anyone, particularly since we were staying open and asking people to continue to work, even though we were providing flexibility for them to deal with family issues, et cetera, that we needed to provide them continuous and correct information on a regular basis that we could be the go-to source to find out what was going on both within their workplace as well as their communities.
0: So crises aside, what would you say is, is the, your favorite part of your job?
1: I think my favorite part, and it always has been, frankly, I mean, I remember, I remember walking into Newport, News Shipbuilding the first time in January of 1991, just going, wow. I mean, I grew up here, but, you know, I've never been behind the gates. So I think it's what what people do. It's, it's the ability and the great privilege to tell 42,000 stories. We have 42,000 employees, and I've always felt that I, the greatest benefit to me is really being able to tell the stories of how hard they work, how dedicated and committed they are, and how they are. Every day, being something larger than themselves.
0: So, can you give a few examples, even just one or two, of how we how the communications team pulls these employee stories and, and shares them?
1: Sure, I'll give you one that's actually very timely, um, and that's Veterans Day. Um, you know, we we by the time this airs, this will already have ran, but but we did a Veterans Day ad where we pulled together twelve employees from all three divisions and corporate. Who had formerly served in the military in one of the one of the services, and we had them do selfies to provide the artwork for the ad. Now this was different. We usually have, you know, the the cameras, the the professional, you know, um, time to take photographs, but given it was COVID-19, we really decided that let's let's do it like everyone else is doing it. Let's have selfies. So that's an opportunity where we got to show folks that not only served at some point in their life but continue to serve in their divisions and at corporate for HII so that's just one there's, there's, there's hundreds if not thousands of examples but you know one of the things I've always been really committed to is when we show pictures of people 99% of the time I want it to be our people I don't want to use stock photography or models or anything. I want it to be our people because that's an opportunity for us to tell those stories
0: that's great alright Jerry thank you for taking the time to chat with me and thank you to our listeners for tuning in Thanks
1: thanks for asking me. I enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for listening to HII Talking Points. This podcast was produced by Huntington Ingalls Industries' corporate communications team. We welcome your feedback and ideas for future podcasts at www.huntingtoningalls.com slash podcast.